you're listening to the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. And thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. I am Clive and I am joined tonight by Ricky. How are you tonight, Ricky? <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm doing well yourself. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. We are recording a, a night early tonight due to just general commitments outside of the podcasting world. So it seems a bit strange. I'm going to go into work tomorrow thinking it's Friday when it's actually Thursday. So that it will be a sad day in work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, a wee shout out to a new member of the Social Suplex family, Jordan Fox at Fox the Podcaster. He's been um, in touch with Jeremy and Josh about keeping it strong style, and I think he's going to be adding some columns to the website in due course. So, hello, Mr. Fox, and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the family. Well, welcome to the club, the, the Wyatt family, whatever stable you want to name. So, will we just get started with what happened in Raw then this week? Because there's obviously quite the talking point to discuss. Um, yeah, I wonder what we're going to discuss, eh? The Ronda Rousey promo video? <laughs> <laughs> no, right, so basically we had the gauntlet match which I thought would be the main event, a wee half-hour number, but it turned out that this opened the show and was a record-setter in many ways. It was the longest match in Raw, longest match ever in WWE, I think. Is that right? I hope it's in right. WWE? It could well have been, actually. Uh, At first I thought it could have been Brett and uh, Shawn Michaels' Iron Man match, but that went about 70 minutes, I think. This is yeah. nearly two hours longest match. And obviously, Seth set the record for the longest match on Raw's history, which is mm-hmm. not bad considering it's 25 years old. Well, is it 25? Can't get the maths right. Never mind. But basically, that was it was Monday Night Rollins, and the internet has been abuzz with lots of just massive, massive praise for the guy. This is a career-defining performance. It could be the a turning point for him I hope it is there's just there's so much that can be said about it how, how are you how are you feeling about what Rollins did on Monday night Um. so the match itself was 107 minutes so just shy of two hours Rollins was in there for what about 60% of the time 60, maybe more uh, 65% uh, yeah uh, I know we're talking about Seth, but my big takeaway from that match is, um, or from Raw in general, is who knew that, the, that just putting on wrestling matches would make your product more interesting, eh? I know, exactly. What a, what a genius solution that is. Um, going back to Seth, I says, no, no, I hear I said it last week or the week before, I think it might have been last week, that the only 
because we were talking about AJ Styles, and I say he's the only person I would I would put in the same sentence as AJ would be Seth and maybe Sammy. If if anyone ever had any doubt, and I I, I don't think it was doubt about Seth's wrestling ability. I think, but if you ever did have any doubt about Seth's wrestling ability, Seth's ability to to be the quote unquote the guy or the number one babyface or whatever. You just need to go watch this match because that will dispel the notion <clears throat> that he can't be the number one guy in your company, that he isn't a legit superstar. I think the work in the match itself was absolutely sensational. It just it really did bring me back to when he had the briefcase and his title run. I know he was a, he was a heel then, but I'm just talking about his match quality and just how much you you were invested in him. So that was my big takeaway, really, from from Seth's specific performance, was that, that it just reinforced everyone's belief in the guy and, and what we all thought about him. And I says, if you ever had any doubts, you should just need to go watch this match. And the fact that he beat Roman Reigns and John Cena clean, two of the three biggest names in the company and he beat them clean it shows you I hope it's shown as what they may have in, what they may um, have planned for them for Wrestlemania or on beyond and I think it really shows you what they, what they truly feel about Seth I think that itself is an achievement to be uh, Cena and Reigns clean I was more so impressed the fact that he beat Cena clean I know Cena's lost a few times clean but the fact that he was in the match with Roman so it gave you that that tailor made excuse just to have him lose but they never done that and then the way they had him lose to of all people was Elias I thought was also excellent because you gave Elias that little rub and it just sort of played into the storyline aspect of this coming Sunday that shows that Elias is just going to come in and just pick people apart because they've been in the ring for so long and it'll, it'll be easy pickings for them. But Seth just simply blown away by it because um, we woke up woke up to your message saying not to bother reading the results and just go straight and watch Raw. Like I normally do anyway, but I was going to definitely make a point of watching this Iron Man match. So I got that match and when I got that message from you, I was like, right, it must have been a real special match, but I was not expecting that whatsoever. I just I couldn't believe the Rollins his match with Rollins it was going on longer than I thought would have happened and I got that match and I thought what's going on here it's, mm-hmm. it's taken a long time and that was a good match that was actually the best I've seen Roman um, Roman wrestling quite a while as well um, I thought they're up to something here this is going to be a super long match and obviously that is what ended up being the case but mm-hmm. with with regards to Seth um, with regards to Seth, I've thought that when he first, like, quote-unquote, turned face, when Triple H screwed him over a couple of years back now, nearly, well, a year and a half or so ago, it was hard to sort of say, right, OK, we're going to just start cheering Seth now. And he had a rocky road getting there to where he was just universally cheered, especially when he was up against your um, your fan favourite and Kevin Owens. But for some time now, basically since the Dean Ambrose stuff, not not necessarily the Triple H program, but more the, when he was reuniting with Dean Ambrose, I thought Seth was ticking all the boxes of a, 
an ultimate baby face. He was getting, he was and still is getting the loudest pops whenever his music plays. He's got all the mannerisms down um, for sort of pandering's not the right word, but when he's playing up to the crowd to get them cheering at the right moments, get the sympathy for them. Um, just it's hard to find words for it basically but it's just top notch work from him for the last few months even if he's been saddled with tag team matches with the bar constantly, even if people don't agree with him having some sort of programme with Jordan uh, Jason Jordan what I've been a, fa- like a massive fan of him for a good few months now and last uh, Monday night was just the icing on the cake Finally, I think any doubters that there have been, as you were saying there, that the doubts are gone. That was just a, a life-changing performance. Jericho beat Austin and The Rock in the same night. Well, look what Seth did. He beat Cena and Roman in the same night. And I thought at one point as well, during the Cena match, that he was actually going to win with the FU. Mm-hmm. The attitude adjustment. And I was, I was convinced that's what was going to happen. Um, obviously it didn't because whenever a Cena match is on the go you've got about 90 finishers in it but to win clean against Cena and the uh, Roman it's just some feat obviously when it comes to the point where Elias comes in he's shattered, he's exhausted so I was annoyed that Seth lost but it was a kayfabe annoyed Um, Mm -hmm. just so gutted for him but it did give you that moment where he was like basically got an ovation from the crowd when he was getting pulled up the ramp by the officials uh, I know the timing's a wee bit off here but 2015 uh, when he put in that star making performance in the Royal Rumble not the Royal Rumble itself but the triple threat match with Cena and Brock mm-hmm. off camera when he was heading up the ramp he got an ovation a standing O and then he went on to basically steal the show at WrestleMania that year and I know this isn't the Royal Rumble, but could history be repeating itself once again? And is there, there's been rumours since before last year's WrestleMania that Roman Reigns will be facing Brock Lesnar at Mania this year? But is there a curveball about to happen? Could Seth Rollins be put into the main event? You know, I think, and I'm, I know you mentioned the Royal Rumble, I kind of think his performance in the Royal Rumble and probably made Vince's mind up saying, right, the cash-in was going to take... Maybe maybe not confirmed at WrestleMania, but I think he probably says, right, this cash is going to happen soon because I'm going to give you a title. Um, but can it, will they change it? I, I hope they do, but I would... I would be absolutely gobsmacked if he was involved in the main event and I'd be absolutely stunned if Roman didn't win the title at Wrestlemania I think they might go <clears throat> Miz, Seth, Finn in a triple threat and then mm-hmm. I think that would put Braun in that mixed tag match mm-hmm. because I don't think it's going to be the Rock that they're wanting and I don't think they'll go with Kurt I think they'll go with Brock, eh, Braun sorry. so you think that after what Seth did on Monday night that they're going to um... Basically, that is a demotion if it's for the IC title. What he did, that was that was a performance of like the best in the company, and he's not going to be in the main event. I don't, I'm not happy with that. So, um, the annoyance at Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is rekindled once again. 
if that's going to be the case because they, they can't ignore what happened anymore. That was just too too notable in his career. You know, I say is, <clears throat> I think it was on a Monday that we were texting, we were saying, that, well, if if Seth isn't in the main event, I mean, if Roman's first feud should be against uh, Seth. Right. I, te- I text you saying that on Monday, um, and obviously Rich put that into the WhatsApp, uh, into the Facebook group as well. So I think a lot of people are believe for that. If you're not going to be, if he's not going to be involved in the main event, he has to be in a title picture soon after it. I really don't see him changing it, to be honest. I think, I think Vince's mind is made up, and I think he's not going to change it now. I think he's been forced to change it the last few years. I'm uh, specifically going back to when Daniel Bryan won the title he was pretty much forced by the fans to do it I don't think he had much choice and I think he sort of had to deviate away from his Roman plan at times And but I think now he's probably just going to be thinking nope, I'm, go- I'm going ahead with it it's, this is what I'm going to do I've had to change it several times but I'm not changing it now the, the Roman and Brock match itself I think will be good even though the winner itself is a bit inevitable I don't know how I'd feel if Seth was in the main event and didn't win it. Yeah, I, I I remember a while back I used to always say that <clears throat> when Sami Zayn I was like, I want Sami Zayn in a title picture, but I don't want him in a title picture just for a month and just to sort of be a filler. I want if when he's in the title picture, I want to feel like he's got a legitimate chance to win it. And if Seth was in the in the main event, I just don't think. In my mind, I don't think he would have a legitimate chance to win it because I'm, I'm convinced that Roman's going to win it. So, I, I know what you're saying in terms of a demotion to the IC title, but that's still a, a pretty big spot because you're in there with Miz, who's arguably been one of the best, if not the best, in the last sort of 12 months, and, and against Finn, one of the most loved guys and one of the best guys in the company. So, that, it, will, it would I, be I a marquee match, match, I suppose. It would be a. Sorry? It would be a spotlight, like a headline match. It really would. I think it'd be a really, really good match. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too displeased if that's what we got. I wouldn't want Seth in that mixed tag match. Um, I know people are saying that, oh, you can bring in more eyes and he causes in the match with Ronda Rousey, etc., etc. But I mean, I would rather he wasn't in a match that was set up and designed for someone else to excel in and for someone else to be spotlighted on. Because that match is specifically going to be set up for Ronda to look good and for all eyes to be on Ronda, and for obvious reasons. Uh huh. There are two reasons why I think there's a change of plans in the works. The first one was Roman Reigns throwing Seth out of the Royal Rumble, and Roman had a very, very specific choice of words before the, the Gauntlet match on Monday night where he was talking about anyone who saw the match with me and Brock at WrestleMania 31, you all knew that I was going to end up winning that match if it wasn't for Seth. He didn't say if it wasn't for Seth. I'm putting words into his mouth, but why bring that up specifically? I think that's just... Has he brought that up at all before? I'm not sure, but I think that's a potential planting of a seed for a feud post-Mania. I really don't see Seth being brought into it, if I'm honest. I really, really don't. I think Roman wins it, and I think Roman has a long, sustained title run to at least, at least SummerSlam. 
at least. I am disappointed in you. <laughs> and me? <laughs> I speak. I speak. I speak the truth. You speak from your bay Roman reigns. Like I think you need to accept that he would have had. A, I think he would have probably would have had a a longer feud. Sorry, a longer title reign and before if he never got busted for whatever it was he was taking again. Adderall. Mm-hmm. So I think I think this time around Vince is going to be adamant that that actually happens. Aye. Well, he's been adamant for the last couple of main events with Roman Reigns beating Triple H and then Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um. Even regards to the chamber, everyone looked strong, but Roman didn't look that strong. I know he lost clean and it was an evenly fought match, but he went out early doors and it was clean. And um, I know, but Roman and Cena, and Cena itself didn't look like wasn't exactly. I mean, he couldn't beat a guy who'd been in a match for twenty minutes before it. Have you want to go down that route? I think. Roman Cena don't need don't need to look great going into these pay per views because in Vince's eye and whatever they already are these big guys. I think Seth needed it because I felt him and Finn needed that. I guess validation in a way. I suppose I really don't. Some I really don't like using that word for those kind of guys, but. Just they needed that to for people to believe there's a chance for them to win it, and for people to believe that that these guys sort of deserve to be in it. Um, Elias has been doing really well recently. Braun's been Braun for a long time, as is Miz. So I, I wasn't really surprised that both Seth and Finn look quite good in their matches, especially Seth. Uh-huh. I think what people need to just need to always remember is that the initial plan you were led to believe was going to be Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins they had to deviate from that because of the Ambrose injury um, could they have gone a different direction of course I said that I was looking forward to the Jason Jordan Seth Rollins um, match just because I thought you know that's going to be a really really good wrestling match uh-huh. for that reason and that reason alone so people need to realise that this wasn't plan A Sure, they could have come up with a better plan, but it, it, it seemed to. It, I don't. I, I don't know if it was working or not. But for me, I was. I was starting to really starting to get into it because I was like, right, because I say storyline wise wasn't that bold. I was just really looking forward to that match. I just thought this could be a really, really good wrestling match. Mm-hmm. So, just remember the initial plan probably was Seth and Dean. I've, but I'm convinced Seth's not going to be in the title picture and I'm probably giving my prediction away just now but um, you cannot convince me that Roman's not going to win it. I think everybody knows this. But I do think <clears throat> I do think Seth and Roman could be the last two. Yes, probably actually. I mean, it would be kind of funny if it was Roman and Cena because I think people would just lose their mind. Oh. But at least if <laughs> Seth was in that final two, <clears throat> everyone still has that hope that well, Seth might actually win it. And like you know, I'm a massive, <clears throat> massive, massive Roman mark. Mm-hmm. But I did say like 
Seth needs to win a title. I've oh, I felt for a long time Braun should have won it, but clearly not going to go down that route just now. So, but I say last week. I think I said I think it was last week that Seth needs that title again. Yeah. And I say at the time that you know how sometimes you get someone who gets a title, and sometimes the title makes a person or whatever. But but I was the case in Seth. Seth uh, when Seth had it, Seth elevated the title and money in the bank. So. I, like I said, I'm ready for another Seth title run. I just don't see it happening just now, though. One thing, if there is going to be a Roman and Seth rivalry afterwards, the whole Seth and Dean, I could watch them wrestle forever, fight forever. Um, especially if it's going to be a role reversal with regards to the heel face dynamic. Roman and Seth, I know they fought a couple of times, but for me, there's still a lot of untapped potential there. They're only starting to scrape the surface with what they can do with each other against each other should I say so I wasn't a massive fan of their match at Money in the Bank last year was it two years ago mm-hmm. um, I thought it was alright and then the match that they had on Raw a wee while ago was decent but that match that they had the match within a match that they had was really good and I think if they're continuing with this cocky like Roman with Seth who's just like really good face stuff at the moment then you're in, we're in for a treat over the next few months I think it could be excellent and it would actually make me want to not see Seth go to Smackdown I don't think he needs to go to Smackdown to be at the top of the top of the heap I think if you play it right and book it right you could almost have a Daniel Bryan type feel to Seth in the sense that when the moment finally comes everyone's going to be elated it's just going to be pure jubilation I don't mean in terms of like the underdog etc stuff like that because the underdog thing was it was more so because of his size and stuff like that um, Seth's got a good size good physique etc great selection style but I just think it's that feeling that when everyone got to Wrestlemania when Daniel Bryan finally got the title that that you could have a similar type feeling with Seth when it, when it eventually happens if it ever does again uh-huh. <clears throat> I just think a, people, a lot of people have got their hopes up just now that this could happen soon I don't want to dampen it but I really don't see it happening like I say um, I think he's going to win I think he's going to win the IC title though, if he's in that match I don't, I don't think, think all, he'll actually. go. I don't think he'll go to SmackDown. I think he'll stay on Raw, and I could maybe see someone like Finn going to SmackDown. So that would mean, in your fantasy booking, that Miz would retain. No, I think Seth wins it. No, sorry, I don't think. I don't think Seth will win it. I think he'll go straight into the title picture with Roman. No, that's I'm like. I don't know if he will go into the title picture with Roman. So if I if I'm told he won't go, if I think if he won't go into a title picture with Roman, then I think you'll win the IC title, and that's what I would do if you've got no real plans for him to go to that. And on top of that, I don't even know. I don't even know if I would like Seth to go straight into feud with Roman. If I'm honest, as great as those matches could be and stuff, 
because I just feel like the first few months of Roman's reign is it's, it's got an, an, an inevitable feel to it. Who's going to win the title? Who's going, if he's going, he's going to retain it? Like the two matches he had with AJ were just were really really special. But to be honest, I had at no point did I think AJ was going to win it. No, that's true. But that didn't take away just how much I enjoyed the match. So maybe I'm, I'm maybe. Uh, contradict myself here in a sense but I just when Seth goes into the main event I want that genuine feeling that he could win it and it, to me that won't start until round about the build up to SummerSlam that's a good point because you want to go but you could always you, do you want could to... always have Seth win the IC title and uh, Dean comes back and then they feud over it and then maybe Dean wins it and then Seth goes on to win a to want to win a, like a number one contender match to win a match with Roman at SummerSlam so or if he as a baby face wins the money in the bank exactly that would be good exactly I just don't know if we'll go down that route again second time was it three years well it's happened before but it's a different it's a totally different kettle of fish this time though mm-hmm. he won it by dodgy means when the big red mayor helped him <laughs> This time, if he's beaten Alexis Cena and Roman clean, he's on the mini form of his life. I know money in the bank's a few months away, but a clean win of the suitcase would do wonders for him yet again. This could end up being the year of Rollins. I know it might come a bit late, but... I mean, there's a Rollins and Reigns SummerSlam 2018. You locking it up? No. <laughs> No. Um, I know we're focusing quite a bit on Rollins, but he really was the star of that match. He was. I mean, there's no, um, there's no, no wonder we're focusing on him. Blown away, and and what I loved especially about it was when he was going back up the ramp. He stopped and Finn stopped, and it was that. I think think Finn just sort of looked at him, sort of nodded, and it was like that approval. And it was like that was a that was a great job. Um, well, the way Finn has been recently, there's a, an edge to him. I think the, there was an applause, like, well done, mate, but I'm here now, I'm going to take over proceedings. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean, they've been tagging with each other in house shows and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. In, if you like, they generally try out things at house shows just to see how it goes, gets over and stuff like that. And remember, there were Rollins and Ambrose were tagging on house shows maybe about six weeks or so six to eight six to eight weeks put about around that time before they actually got back together on TV so so maybe what they're doing is it'll be Finn and Seth versus the bar at Wrestlemania <laughs> no, I think I think I think they'll go with the bar versus the revival at Wrestlemania I sincerely hope so because that is just four big dudes beating the shit out of each other and that's that be really really good to watch it's not just a case of beating the shit out of each other. They are very intelligent teams. Mm-hmm. They use the ring to their advantage. They use the fact that they have a partner to their advantage. Uh, more bodies in the ring distracts the referee. The revival, they, they set the example big time in 2016 and the bar didn't exactly fail to deliver in that aspect as well in 2017. So that could be a, an excellent... It won't be a sort of 
it wouldn't be a spot fest or anything it wouldn't be a, oh wow that match was amazing like a popcorn match but it would be one if you sit and study it it would be shit hot stuff it will it will but, the, but just turn you go the whole well, since you're talking about the tag team stuff just now I think it was announced this evening that Titus Worldwide are going to ta- challenge the bar for the tag titles mm-hmm. at Chamber. Are you happy with that? <sighs> the... <laughs> I guess that might tell you my reaction or my feelings towards it, I guess. Um, it doesn't bother me because I've always felt the pay-per-view in between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, sorry, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, it was almost like a feather. It was like, we've got to put something on just to keep everyone, keep them interested and stuff like that. Um, it's, just, it's someone new, I suppose. I don't know who they could face at this moment in time other than a revival, if I'm honest. Maybe Gals and Anderson uh, could have got that spot. Um, but I don't expect anything again I'm, I'm ruining my, my pick I don't expect anything other than the bar to win um, so I, it's it's refreshing unlike what took place on Smackdown at least it's someone different Uh huh. it is like before we talk about what's going on in Smackdown with regards to the tag team division I'm happy that Titus Worldwide are getting a shot at the titles it's something different Fair enough, Titus and Apollo aren't the, the best tag team that's ever been, ever walked the face of the earth. But it's something different. It's, it is a bit of a filler. It's a placeholder for what could end up being the revival in the bar at WrestleMania. But it's getting, it's making use of the roster. It's, Apollo Cruz is on a wee bit of sort of, the spotlight's been shining, shown on him when he was in the main event last week as well. So good things are happening for them just now and although I don't think they will win, Titus has got a pretty good track record when it comes to tag title challenges. Mm-hmm. I know, but I think Seamus and Cesaro have done so, so well with the titles. Um, I think they'll look strong going up to Mania. They have to. They have to. I just I hope there isn't that they'll drop the title and then they'll win it back just keep them strong because I think I really think we could get bar revival and I think that would be absolutely excellent so like I said I'm I'm just I'm kind of a mindset that I would rather see something new and fresh as opposed to something I've already seen because if a new and fresh thing doesn't work you could always go back to the old tried and trusted or whatever. It's just just give us something different, something new, and this is what it is. Um, even though I feel like the result is inevitable, but there isn't too many that I can think of that I would say, right, well, no, this I'd rather see this or they should have been in there, other than maybe Gallows and Anderson, but you can't really justify giving them it. But uh, uh, It's just one of those matches that you knew it has to take place on the card and just one of those matches you'll just look and I don't think it will be anything that will blow us away or anything like that but like I said, it doesn't bother me it doesn't get I'm not I'm not excited about it or anything like that but I'm not going to sit here and criticise it uh-huh because what I will criticise is 
fair enough, they had arguably the rivalry of the year last year, but the New Day are facing Usos again at Fastlane for the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Come on. All that work they put in, they had the Bludgeon Brothers squashing everyone, every indie wrestler they can find. The Breeze Angle were getting a wee bit of momentum. But what's been happening? Rusev Day is nowhere to be seen. Bludgeon Brothers are still squashing people in um, squash matches. They've went through all the... Like, the, the if the jobber list was an A to Z, they're at X or Y or something just now. What is the point in this? Uh, and the New Day have had their shot against the Usos and they blew it. Why are they getting... An, and Benjamin and Gable, have they done something to offend someone backstage? Right. So let's put aside that they've just had recent feuds, etc. I'm going to say the match itself, cannot wait for. When that match starts, I don't care about or should they be in this position, who should be in this position. The match itself is going to be excellent. But haven't they been teasing an Usos and Bludgeon Brothers feud? Because the Usos were cutting a promo a few weeks back and then as soon as the music hit, they weren't even on the ramp. The Bludgeon Brothers music hit and they come down. And then a couple of weeks ago, the Usos cut... Um, sorry, Bludgeon Brothers just had a match. And they were outside the ring and the Usos music hit. And then you seen Harper and Rowan just standing staring at them. And the Usos walk past staring at them. It's like, right, are you, is that a tease? Like, I don't understand. What was the point in that then? I think, again, it's just a filler sort of pay-per-view. But unless maybe they're going to have the Usos win and they're going to go on and take on the Budgeon Brothers if that was the case why not just have the Usos beat Brizango or have them beat Rusev Day because exactly that you would have just kept the Budgeon Brothers that a bit stronger you could have just had them beat up enhancement talent for the next couple of weeks and then start to um, get them into feuds with Rusev Day or Brizango of the New Day it's see it's quite bizarre because they're stuck uh, Smackdown are doing the old things they're not moving forward in some ways but they are progressing in others we've got the Charlotte Ruby Riot match happening at Fastlane I'm looking forward to that I think Ruby Riot's a really good wrestler uh, and you've also got Orton Randy Orton with his hair transplant versus Bobby Roode my worry about that is they have too similar a style to me that's just going to have like a real old school 90s uh-huh. feel to it, but is it? I'm, uh, this is this is one of the few matches that I wanted Randy to have and I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it it's something very very different it's never happened before but but I have a feeling that it's going to be a triple threat at Fastlane mm-hmm. because Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon yet again to agree on something yeah but I don't know I just but you know who I'm thinking is going to be in that match <sighs> yep the modern day Maharaja <laughs> you love him don't, I don't you no I, I, <laughs> I actually do like him I, I don't know it's just he's been involved in a couple of segments recently with them like even on that uh, just yesterday as well why, why is he there if he's not going to somehow get involved I just don't see it being a one on one I can maybe see it being a triple threat 
and then the one-on-one with Bobby Roode and Randy Orton taking place at WrestleMania. Because to me, I thought that would have been a WrestleMania match. Still could that one, be. I think I say is that it could be. I'd rather not. I, I don't want to see it as a rematch, to be honest. You know, I don't think we should be doing rematches at WrestleMania. That should be the culmination of a feud. Or even if you'd done the rematch, it would take place a couple of days later on SmackDown. But like I say, I have a feeling Jinder's going to get involved and it's going to be a triple threat match. Something. Either the mid card or one of the tag title matches is going to end up being a ladder match. WrestleMania. At WrestleMania? Not, not uh, sure which, but someone's going to get it. Probably. But, just sort of going back to your <coughs> hey, Charlotte and Ruby Riot. I feel like the title's not been defended in a long time either. When was it the last time it was defended? Was it, it wasn't defended at the Rumble. Right, Natalia. When was the Natalia match? Was that not in the build-up to Survivor Series? Surely not. Because Survivor Series, you had Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. Unless they rematched after it, just a week or two, because the rematch took place in SmackDown, didn't it? Oh my god, Smackdown's so was bad it, I can't what, even what remember paper, the pay-per-view. What pay-per-view. Did they have a pay-per-view in December? What was the pay-per-view in December for Smackdown? <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Let me see. I'll find it. But that sums it up. I mean, a, a few folk in the social suplex group I've been moaned Alexa Bliss not defending her title a lot, which is quite. She's not. She's not she right. hasn't defended it since like fucking October or something stupid like that. Right, TLC. Quite right that she's not been. Quite right that she's been lambasted for it. It's not her fault, but maybe it is her fault because they just don't trust her in the ring. She was hardly used again on Raw there. But when when was the last time Charlotte defended? I can't even. Class remember. of Champions. Was it Class of Champions? And it was Natalia. Might have been, yeah. Was that not the one where Natalia had a bizarre flipping retirement speech where she just lost the plot? Oh, that's right, aye. That's right. So December, but before that, it was when she she won the title, so it still feels like a lot. It, is, it has been a long time. Um, How many six women tag matches have there been on SmackDown since then? And Raw for that as well. Oh, that... That match on Raw, I'm sorry, but that was dreadful. And Mandy Rhodes is awful. Terrible. Like she botched at least three times. There's early on in the match, she was slapping. I think it was Bailey who was prone on the floor, not prone. She was kneeling down on the floor, and Mandy Rhodes was laying on elbows, and then she flicked her hair at her. It's like, oh, that's awful. That's almost as bad as when. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt had a miracle on 34th Street fight and <laughs> Dean threw an empty present box at Bray and Bray reacted as if he'd been shot by a cannonball. <laughs> she was really... She is, she's terrible. Like that was, I was embarrassed for her. Just, I don't know if it was an off night because I haven't seen all of her matches but she did not look good and I think uh, Sonya Deville... I think this absolution thing needs to... Stop soon because if Sonia keeps 
is continues to be associated with her. She might not progress in terms of just general career success, and I think Sonia has got what it takes to be a big deal in the future. I like Sonia Deville. I think you know it just comes back to are you bringing NXT people up to the main roster for the sake of it, or are you just? Or do you genuinely think they're ready? Because like a lot of the people they've brought up aren't ready, and she's clearly one of them. And it's like stay in NXT. You didn't need to bring them up. And it's almost like oh, panic button. It's like oh, well, we've not brought something up in a while, so we need to bring them up now. There's there was no need. Well, they just brought them to, up. There's no need. There's no need for her to be on the main roster at the moment. They brought her up for the rumble. Mhm. Maybe I'm just being harsh. Maybe it was just one night, but it wasn't that good. Uh, but if you're bringing up for a rumble, you could always just have her make an appearance in the rumble, and that was it. Mandy. Yes. That's true. Because you had Ember Moon. I'm trying to think. Was was there, who else? Was there not another NXT woman, or was it just Ember Moon? Kyrie Sane. So there you go. And you had a couple of NXT guys come up as well. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not going to see them on the main roster anytime soon. No. Might see Gargano at some point soon. Um, uh, that won't happen until post-mania, I don't think. Well, I think there's something happening there. I don't know in terms of his call-up, but I have tried my very best. To, I always try my very best to stay away from NXT spoilers from the tapings. But I think I might have seen a card for the New Orleans takeover. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers for anyone who doesn't want to know this. So just fast forward the next couple of seconds or so. But I didn't see his name on the card. Did you see Champa's name on the card? No. Right. Tonight. So who, who, who was the title? Was it Alistair Black? Big um, Alley Black, aye. Shout out to Sandboy over. One of the Scottish listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, but th- taking on, he was he was in a, he was in an NXT title match. Well, what happened last week was Ali Black basically made a claim saying there is a devil on my back and that devil is the NXT title and I won't be able to tame it until I win it. And then the big beast from Belfast came out and said, "No, no, not so fast, pal." So I think Kelly and Dane and Ali Black will have a wee number one contendership match in the next tapings perhaps I was about to say why is, why is Sheamus back in NXT <laughs> Killian Dane's good I quite like Killian Dane I know you do I think you, just, you liked him from quite early on aye was um, was Ricochet on the card no I mean it's always subject, subject to change isn't it card subject to change but what I was going to say was tonight again I have stayed away from tapings there is a, a loser leaves NXT match. Well, if Gargano loses his championship match against Almas tonight on NXT, he will leave NXT. I can't see Almas losing. Is he going to lose clean? Is Gargano going to lose clean? Or is Champa going to come down during this match t- tonight instead of after the match? Something big's going to happen tonight on NXT, basically. Uh, as you know, I don't keep up to the product on a weekly basis, but I will watch all the NXT um, takeovers and 
and I will always watch out um, for certain matches on NXT as well, especially after. If you've said it, you should go watch a good match. If there's a match on, you told me to go watch it. So I don't keep up to the date on a weekly basis, but I will look at it every other week just to keep myself like, refreshed on the actual product when I build it, especially in the build up to takeovers, etc. But, um, so, but I think it, the women, I know, I know we're talking about NXT, so we're going to go back to what we're talking about the women. I just feel like the women's. Division is just well not back to where it was pre quote unquote revolution, but talk about a lot of how a lot of people have, have lost interest in it. They've been treading water since the rumble. I know it's only been a couple of weeks. I would, ago. I would say even I would say even before the rumble. Aye, because really there haven't actually been any proper storylines. You've got carbon copy stuff going on. Absolution are doing the same things as the Riot Squad. Absolution have taken a big dent in whatever booking was planned for them with Paige's injury. Um, Alexa's got this thing going on with Mickey James at the moment, which is trying to get her on her side. But, right, we all know that Asuka's not got the best of English, so why on earth did they make her do that promo last night, uh, Monday night? I've said it time and time above before. <clears throat> Her promo, like, fine, you can, like, you need to learn some English, but, like, come on, it's it's not going to be that easy. So, you would cut a promo, time right down, even, I don't even have her cut promos, but I've always felt that if she was going to cut promos, I would have her do it in a broken sort of English, and then just have her start ranting in Japanese, like, like uh-huh. pulling her hair and just sort of going like as if she's just completely losing her mind I just feel like that as an opponent when you see something like that like, you would be thinking I don't know what you're saying and I don't know what you're thinking and it kind of scares me I don't know what you're saying but I do know what you're thinking because you can tell uh, you want to kill me and I don't like that um, the, that worked so well in NXT she cut the same promo for months and just Japanese rants, she sounded manic and then she just screams nobody is ready for Asuka and it worked every single time. That's it, like some people just have that aura about them that they don't need to say too much. Like, it's the same same situation sort of like with Brock, when Brock turns up and you see him and he hits the ring, you're like, well, shit's going down. And when Brock does speak, you're like, oh, well, this is, this feels like a pretty big deal. And she should sort of be treated the same way, just like you say, just have her say a couple of things and then just start ranting and raving in Japanese because that, to me, will that gives out a, a bigger um, impression. It makes a bigger impression on me rather than listening to her trying to string a couple of sentences together when, when like I say, it's not her first language and it's going to be difficult for her. But women's, women's wrestling... Uh, I mean, they've got so many brilliant wrestlers, but it's just like he says, both shows are literally a carbon copy of one another, and we haven't really had a significant storyline since, since what, like maybe Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte and the build-up to Survivor Series, even mm-hmm. that, fine, but you expect that, but before that, like, you come out of that pay-per-view and you, you push on and you start building storylines, and they've not even done that, and you had Charlotte and Alexa Bliss doing what? 
at Royal Rumble. I can understand it. Oh, I know. want to focus. You know, that, but that's another pay-per-view now that's not been defended. And, I, I, and yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, that's fine. They shouldn't have Why would they have been in Royal Rumble? And that's fine. But it just adds to, like, there's another time they've not defended it. At least maybe have them defend it post um, Royal Rumble. Well, they are. So, I don't know, but for me, if it does, if they do go ask a Charlotte, like, I will happily forget about everything that's happened before it because that match is going to be unbelievable. But it's just, it's in a real bad state at the moment. I don't know if I would go that far, but it's just, it's not, it's not great. I only say it's bad because there's so much talent there. You can have so many great storylines and great matches, and you literally are just doing the same thing on Raw as well as SmackDown. It's like we'll do a three on three, or now we'll do a one on one, but now we'll flip it and we'll have someone else. And it's like just no, like I just don't understand it at all. There's not actually been that much progress in Charlotte's character at all since she came over to SmackDown. She, she should have been. She should have turned her heel by now. It's not. It's not even that. I mean, they had her when she came over. They had this welcoming committee thing, which dragged on and on for months, mm-hmm. and then she won the title, and then they've had the absolution. Uh, sorry, the riot squad thing, which just is starting to drag on now. I've not seen enough of Sarah Logan, and Liv Tyler's got a bit of what Liv Tyler. She's fucking actress. <laughs> Liv Morgan. I've not seen enough of them just because I'm not watching SmackDown. I'm not engaged at all in SmackDown. I was thinking there we were talking about like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn earlier. Kevin Owens, since the the night he stepped foot in the door, I was instantly drawn to him. And for a steady year, two years, he was just like he was my bae. See now, I don't care what happens in Kevin Owens' stories in SmackDown. I just can't. It could end up leading to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens with the heel heel face dynamic reversed. But right now, I'm just not interested. And that's shocking that they've made my favourite wrestler into someone that I don't care about. It's because this whole stupid thing they've got going with authority with of Shane McMahon, sorry. And it just doesn't enough's enough because it has dragged on that storyline for so long. And it's taken it's front and centre of SmackDown at times and it's just like done with it. Like why not potentially move them into the tag team scene for instance? That is something different. Why not maybe have Sammy win the US title and maybe have KO win the uh, WWE title why not just have them go around destroying anyone and everyone but instead we're stuck with a stupid Shane McMahon storyline it's the fact that they've done it so badly the Shane McMahon storyline it's just been the same shite every single week it is it's frustrating it really is and I'm I will say I'm just interested to see what happens with them to the title match like how it goes down I got a feeling I have a feeling Sammy could be the one that betrays KO if that's such a thing 
because Kale's such a, in kayfabe terms, is such a unlikable guy. You know what I think will happen? I don't know if it will actually end the match, because I still I think they are going to go with AJ and Naka. But there might be a point in the match where Sammy said there that he's going to, he'll lay down for Kevin Owens. Is that right? He did say that, yeah. <coughs> yeah, he did. He says that basically we'll take out everyone else and then when it comes out to me and you, I'll lie in the middle of the ring and I'll take the pin. Well, I think what's going to happen is that will actually happen. They'll, they'll lay waste to the rest of the guys in the match. Sammy Zayn will lie down. How, how fitting is this? He'll lie down, Jeff Jarrett style, and say, come on then, pin me. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens will think, fuck it, why not? And Sammy will go for a roll-up. And, and win, or...? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think they'll do that, which would mean Sammy versus Naka at Mania. But... Yes, please. <laughs> I know. I can see a pin, a roll-up attempt by Sammy anyway. Mm-hmm. Might not finish the match, but I think that'll be the start of saying, oh, what the hell's going on here? And it'll be a nod to Jeff Maybe. Jarrett. Maybe. Could be. So I, I, I think we've pretty much discussed it, right, but... I wanted to quickly say, and I forgot to put it into the Google Doc, and I forgot to say it to you before we started. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the Hall of Fame. Just in general, or the in general, I know a lot of people are mixed on the whole Jeff Jarrett thing getting into the Hall of Fame, but your thoughts on like the WWE Hall of Fame, just in general, and and maybe the people who are in the Hall of Fame right now. Because a lot, let's be honest, there's a lot of people who are just average sub, substandard sort of careers, but yet they're in the Hall of Fame, and then on top of that, you've got that stupid celebrity wing. Uh huh. I don't like I don't like the celebrity one at all, especially when you get people like Donald Trump in it. I mean, aye. So, uh, uh, him and then you've got quite a few others that are just like, why the fuck are you in it? You made one appearance on a Raw and you were in the crowd. Aye, <laughs> like some of them. There are obviously people over the years who are well deserved of it. Um, Austin, Brett, Sean, Mick Foley, Bruno. Is Hulk even in it? I can't remember. <laughs> did sure. they remove him? Did they take him out of it? They probably did. And Hulk probably right, he tried was to. in it and they took him out of it. And then Hulk probably tried to sell his Hall of Fame ring for his legal fees. <laughs> The fucking big racist it is. I know. Good riddance. Don't want to see you back. But kind of funny how you can use that kind of language that he used, and people are still saying he's not a racist. You're like, what? Are you? Of course he is. I know. But I'm relatively indifferent as as a work because you've got people that I wouldn't say are deserving of it. I mean, no offence to the guy, but what legendary run or what did Godfather do? Exactly. What did Teddy Long do? Well, uh, no, nah, I don't think he deserves it. Does DDP deserve it? Certainly not the stuff he done in WWE. <laughs> no. You know, um, there's, there's so 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 many, 
I mean, I understand it's it's a fake, quote unquote, a fake Hall of Fame or whatever. And do you know what the problem is? Every year they induct, say, is it like five or six people? Some years it's, it's more than that. At some point, at some point, right, and it's already started, you are literally going to have to induct the Rybacks of the world because you have run out of people. I know. Like, that's how terrible it is. You don't need to do that many. It doesn't need to run for two or three hours. You could run for just an hour. Just bring in two or three guys in this whole... I don't like they are there's not enough names for them at the moment and that's why they're just bringing in it seems to be inducting anyone everyone I don't I couldn't care less about the Hall of Fame to me it's nothing it doesn't mean anything at all the only time I'll admit that I was um, I know exactly what you're going to say remotely excited about the Hall of Fame was when Kurt was inducted yep because it was the first time in years he was coming back Uh and I'll be excited when the Undertaker gets inducted because I'm like, is he going to come out in his Undertaker gear? Like, I'm, I'm also just look forward to his speech, and that's what I also look forward to is his speeches because you're like, oh, he, they might tell you some some random stories or some things that have happened, and that's the only thing. Um, I would say that it's du- weird. I would say like, the Dudleys the are day, deserving of it. The Dudleys, because oh, most definitely there. Jeff Jarrett, though. It's debatable. He, he, he comes into that whole who else can we induct? He's the, the mid-card Hall of Fame. And then <clears throat> you've got obviously as a WWE Hall of, Hall of Fame but Goldberg getting inducted he's getting inducted for what he'd done in WCW as opposed to what he'd done in WWE. I like f- you I know. know. I and I suppose that's why DDP would have gotten People still talk about Goldberg's run today, Aye. So, so I can understand that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's getting in because of what he'd done in WCW. But obviously, if you just if you could all buy what he just done in WWE, obviously he's not deserving. But because WCW are now owned by WWE, so it makes sense. Like I don't have an issue with that. Um, I don't. I, I saw a lot of comments. People saying, "Well, why isn't Owen Hart in it?" Own heart isn't in the Hall of Fame for obvious fucking reasons. If you don't know the answer to that, you're a fucking idiot. And his family are not allowing it as well. That, that's the reason. Aye. Like, that's it. Is his wife? I think his wife's name's Martha. Is it? it? Like, you know, like, and I suppose Vince probably won't want to bring up those memories and, and force him, force the family to relive everything. Aye, even was, though they even would probably do it anyway. It was too and then sad. the other one is the other one is China. Well, she's been... <laughs> I have a feeling she might go in because Triple H obviously mentioned her in his promo at that Raw 25. Stephanie mentioned her in commentary at the Rumble and so, she was part of the sort of video package for when Ivory was announced. Mm-hmm. I mean... There are people in the Hall of Fame who have done worse than what than China. Dr- I mean, drug abuse, fucking, okay. The, the, Sex tapes, okay. But some of the ones in there are very questionable. Fucking Jimmy Fly Snooker's in there and he murdered someone. Like, <laughs> right, do you know what I'm going to do right now, actually? And, I, and you know what? I'm just going to put his name into Google, right? Because 
the reason for China not being in it is because people say when you put China in uh, the Google, it's not what a re- it's not a wrestling that comes up. You'll find what she's other than like pornos. So I'm going to put in Jimmy Fly Snooker in his Google and see what comes up. It's obvious who he's deaf. Mm-hmm. It's fast up. Right. Wikipedia. Right, so the very, very first news article is from NBC News, right? Right. And it says, Controversial Wrestler. And it starts off, right? Professional wrestler, blah, 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 died Sunday shortly after the murder case over the 1983 killing of his mistress was dismissed. I don't want to, don't want to criticise the guy and stuff like that because he's obviously passed away and stuff, but... <laughs> you just called day, him a murderer. <laughs> fucking is. And... And again, all for obvious reasons, Chris Benoit will never been in the Hall of Fame, even though Chris Benoit is arguably top three or five of all time. For obvious reasons, he won't be in it. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not going to sit and say he should be in it or anything like that, right? Because if you take it purely for wrestling, he should be in it. But again, obvious reasons, he's not going to ever get in it, and nor will ever be mentioned. But it's just a sham. I kind, I can't. I just don't understand why people get so worked up about it. I think I can understand why, in fact, why they get worked up about it. But see, at the end of the day, I think you need to realise that because they induct so many folk into it, they are literally going to run out of like legit people who deserve it. Because I think if you look, because they generally like to have that <clears throat> that one sort of headline talent. Well, they are running out of the headline talents. I think they've got maybe four left. Triple H, Jericho, mm-hmm. Taker and The Rock. That's it, that's all I can think of. And then when he retires, Cena. And that might be, in a, that might tie in with those, because I think Taker will go in at some point, you're assuming. I still don't understand why The Rock's not went in, though. No. That is an odd one. Jericho probably won't go in it just yet because he's still part-time with Niall Triple H. So you can't see any of those two going in the next couple of years anyway. Can I just remind you that I love Brock Chris Lesnar. Jericho? Brock Lesnar would be another one as well, sorry. I was just saying there, I just want to remind you that I really love Chris Jericho. Okay. He was recently involved in a quite a, I suppose, a decent match, wasn't he? I think it was all right. It was all right. But the whole Hall of Fame thing is just an absolute fucking joke. It is. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not as angry about it as you. I just don't care about it. I'm not angry. Like I just don't care. But I'm just like, like see, when you see certain people get in, it's like, right, that just confirms how much of a sham it actually is. I know. I don't. I don't give a shit about it, and I've never paid attention to many speeches. It was just cuts. Uh, it was because he was coming back, and that was the only reason why I was so excited about it. Uh huh. Shall we do our Chamber Preview Predictions segment now? Why not? Right, first we'll talk about the Ronda Rousey thing, since I did mention it at the start. That was an old, mm-hmm. that was a not bad um, video package for her, I have to say. Aye, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what they do. It's not going to be a simple case of she signs a contract, something has to go down. She'll sign a contract, point at the mania sign and walk away. No, someone said she's still standing in uh, Wells Fargo sitting in Philadelphia, still pointing at the sign. <laughs> That's how she's not been seen. 
<laughs> I no, I'm so so she signed on Sunday, and then her first official appearance on Raw probably the following day, is it? Oh, I don't know. I think I'd imagine so. Because we're now at this point, I think right now we're six weeks away from Mania. Um, I think it will be. I kind of, I kind of think Stephanie will be in the ring, obviously, with her. You'd imagine Triple H is probably going to be there, and I can maybe see some sort of confrontation taking place. Well, I don't know if she hits Stephanie or she says something or something like that. I don't know, but I think you'll certainly see the the early seeds being planted for a match at Mania. Definitely, they've got to do something. They wouldn't. I just it... hope that doesn't close the show. <laughs> don't even dare say that. I mean, you never know. I'll tear my laptop in half if that happens. I would. I would open the show with that. Or I'd put it on before the main event. Aye, the death spot. But I think they might open with it. I would put it in the death spot. Could be good. I mean, they're not going to put it in a pay-per-view for it to be a bland contract signing. No, I think the death spot, quote-unquote death spot, could be the tag match. I mean, what have we got, five matches? No, that could be Bray and Matt, Matt, uh, Bray and Matt Hardy, actually. Aye, so it's five matches isn't it as far as I'm aware I imagine there will be some sort of uh, I'm stealing an idea from Chad Matthews here um, the quarter finalists of the cruiserweight tournament will be heel versus face eight man tag maybe if you don't, say you don't go with that so let's just say it's going to be three hours ask Anaya probably about 20 minutes in total if that that includes the entrances in that as well right Bray Matt about 35 minutes of laughing at each other and then about a 5 minute <laughs> match I think that's probably about 15 minutes the bar and versus tights worldwide again 20 minutes max yeah, for the that'll be 20 entrances so it's that taking us to about 55 minutes just say about an hour throw in some odd backstage segments that takes about an hour and 20 the Ronda Rousey one will take about 20 minutes maybe and out an hour and 40 I think the women will probably get about 25 minutes in the cell and then I think the guys will get at least 45 Aye, I think they're going to try and break another record with the chamber match time wise running time mm-hmm. so I, I'm up for that I hope there's no more additions to it like the cruiserweight thing, that sounds good. Um, or I know I just mentioned cruiserweights. By the way, I watched, and you know I'm not a two or five guy, but I watched uh, um, Murphy and uh, Devari. It was a good match. That Murphy's finisher looks fucking excellent. By the way, I I was actually a wee bit disappointed because, believe it or not, Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake, his former tag partner, they had a really good aerial match on NXT years ago but this is when Samoa Joe was in a bad mood and he was coming down during people's matches and just saying I want <laughs> like, he was just stopping matches like no I can't remember if it was Finn or Naka he was just going crazy uh, so he stopped their match so I was expecting a wee bit more I did really enjoy the 
Mustafa Ali and Jack Gallagher match? See, I never watched that. I like Mustafa Ali, but and I was kind of hoping, and I thought what they might do would have been. Um, I thought the final itself would have been Mustafa Ali from one end, and then on the other end, I forget, I forget his name. Cedric. No, I don't. I don't know if he'll win it. Oh, he's just came up from NXT. Roddy. My God. Yes. Well, funny you say that because when Drake Maverick was doing the brackets, mm-hmm. um, he said next week we'll have Kalisto versus Roderick Strong, and there was a very audible cheer from the crowd, like a yes, when Roderick Strong was mentioned. They should strike while the iron's hot and let Roderick advance all the way. So now I think. So there's only been two matches on the uh, one side of the bracket. Sorry. Well, all the matches have happened. Aye. Have they? Sorry. Are the you fir- sure? The first round qualifiers, yep. Yeah. I, I must have not saw the updated brackets then. See, because I need to go on and find this now. To see who is, who's... Who's on which side again now. I can't I remember forgot. the sides, but you've got Cedric... TJP, Roderick Strong, Kalisto, Drew Gulak, Buddy Murphy. Ah, that's how Drew was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? Ali, and there's one I'm missing. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. So they've all they've all had their matches. It's been good. They've had a very varied collection of matches. Uh, I didn't realise. Uh Murphy and Ali were on the same side, like the same the top of the bracket. I thought they were separated. I thought they would have met like in the semi finals. Uh-huh. But I think it is going to be Roddy Strong and Mustafa Ali. Well, see, they had a lot of momentum going with Cedric before. I mean, I was convinced I that Cedric was going to beat Enzo. Why would they stop that now? And Cedric and Ali have been. Are they on the same side? Cedric, no. They had a great match, did they not, at Raw 25? Or that week, uh uh-huh. They are... They've had a friendly competition thing going for a wee while now. I think that... Well, I think they did have a match at Raw 25, but I don't think it was on television, actually. I'm not sure, but I'm sure Cedric Alexander Mustafa Ali had a, a match at Raw 25. They definitely had a match on 205 when... It was basically the night that Enzo got fired. Right. And it was a This Is Awesome match. See, I like Mustafa Ali. So do I, he is. Not not because he's shared the same heritage himself, but <laughs> are you I from just Chi- like him. Are you from Chicago as well? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, he's very good, Rich was saying. It's just, he's so smooth, it looks as if he's doing everything in slow motion. I mean, how can you do a, a reverse 450 that looks as if it's effortless? Mm. He's a delight to the eye. So we've got now, what, four, six matches in? Well, we're just Left. making, we've just basically fantasy booked a chamber. Are you talking about two, the Cruiser tournament? Yes. Seven matches left. Oh, that's what I meant, six before the match, because the match itself... We'll be at the Mania. final is, is going to take place at Mania. 
There's six weeks left. It's been There's good. Six six matches left. Right. You mean you could have a match a week when one week it double up? But I doubt they'll do that. I think they will. Cause no, because I, I think that final week, I think maybe because there's six matches left, isn't there? Sorry, we said zip. Uh-huh. So I can maybe see them doing it over the next four weeks and then having that final week or the final two weeks where you find you know who the final two are and then you build it from there as opposed to running all the way to the end and then there's only that sort of four or five day build to Aye. the final match. They'll have like a, a contract signing on Raw or something like that, which will. Aye. And then I think it'll be two phases. And then maybe have an angle the next night on two o five. Yep. Cut angle on two o five. Yep. I mean, I don't even know if anyone in the two o five division weighs under two o five anymore. But hey ho. Oh no, that's uh, that's shoot way ends there, brother, brother. <laughs> um, right. So moving on. Sorry, we'll just went away a wee bit there. Right. Um, our predictions. Right. So a reminder of the scores. It might still be unfair that I gave myself lots of bonus points at the Rumble, but yeah. I'm on 93, you are on 84. Barry, who is unable to join us tonight and has not been able to give us our predictions yet, is on 82. Yep. yep. Uh, now you've mentioned our friend Barry, shout out to Barry, who became a father yet again. You're going to be the goddaughter, apparently. Yep, I'm going to be the goddaughter because apparently I'm a little girl. Yep. Appreciate that, Barry. Uh, Congratulations, we love you. Yep, congratulations. And congratulations to JR, who's on 61 points. <laughs> Did you see his prediction for Brain Matt? Uh-huh, we'll do that now then, that, eh? That has to, he, that's it, that's his decision, that's been locked in. Locked and, up, he's locked up. And he's getting a point for it just now. JR, <laughs> JR's prediction for the Bray versus Matt match was, who cares? Um, so, he's getting a point. I, I have went for Bray... In this one, I think he needs to finally win a bloody rivalry. Who are you going Wait, for? Wait, why are you getting a point? Did I say a point? I mean, you've just put a one in brackets next to Bray for yourself. Uh, I was at, listen, you can take your eyes off this Google document, please, thank you. I need it for the matches. And to see the predictions. Right, I went with Matt. No, no real reason. Right, okay, moving on then. Mm-hmm. We have all went for Asuka. Yep. Makes no sense for Naya to win here. No, they won't do that. Absolutely no sense. I could maybe try and make her look strong or whatever. Aye, no sense. No sense whatsoever for Naya to win. Like, it, it would be really confusing and that's not a big enough pay-per-view never not a big enough match for the streak to end I think they'll have the women's chamber match first or not first but before the Asuka Naya match Naya Jax will come down and lay everyone out and help Alexa win and Alexa will come down during the Asuka Naya match and try to help Naya but actually costs her the match mm-hmm. which leads up to Asuka versus Naya Jax on the pre-show Maybe. of Wrestlemania no, well, the Usos are going to be in a pre-show at WrestleMania, remember? I know, but remember the pre-show is about nine hours long, so... That's true. The best fucking tag team in the company. In the pre-show. Um, so we all went for Asuka. We also all went for Alexa Bliss. 
Yeah, I just... Because I think... I saw that I think it'll probably go... Like you said, Alexa, Alexa Bliss and Asuka. Oh, sorry, Alexa, Alexa Bliss and Naya at uh, Royal Rumble. Jeez, oh, at WrestleMania. <laughs> <sighs> sorry about that. And I think they'll go to Charlotte and Asuka for the other one. So, yeah, just again, it's not it's one of those ones where I don't see why someone's win it and then just drop it a couple of weeks later. I think Alexa Bliss retains. Yeah, she'll retain through some shenaniganery. Um, we are also it's pretty much across the board with most of these predictions we've all went for the bar uh, yep. no in no, fact wait, John Ross went Titus Worldwide John Ross went Titus Worldwide <laughs> uh, I also predict for that match that Titus will kiss his son on the face again <laughs> <laughs> I've still got that picture saved in my phone I know. <laughs> you know what the best thing about that was? Um, we used to talk about it all the time, joke and laugh about it, but then I think it was Rich or it was, was it Jeremy? I don't know, someone in the group then made reference to it and I was like, right, excellent. They've, they have the same jokes as us about it. I just thought it was just me and you just being idiots. Obviously, Tom Brady's been watching some Titus matches. But that's what it is. Tom Brady's a goat. A handsome guy, man. I know, but did you see that video? I really wish she's Wayne. Oh, Titus, you big character, you. <laughs> I love Titus. Shame. I loved him when he was in um, in a uh, fucking. Oh my god, what's that group called again? Primetime players? Yes. When he done his, uh, he was, that was excellent. Did you hear the, the tag match on Raw there? Corey Graves was talking about the statistics that Dana Brooke had given them, where <laughs> um, Titus, I can't remember, it was something so daft. It's like when he has 70, when he punches more in a match, he wins 65% of the time or something like that. 70% of the time. <laughs> And there's something to do with um, certain certain height above sea level in Montana. <laughs> At least she's found a spot. She has. Fair play to her for sticking in there and getting yet another gimmick. But she's not ready to wrestle yet. Neither's Mandy Rose. But Dana Brooks, she's a she's. I don't mind her. She doesn't offend me as much as others do. Hmm. Last one of the currently billed card that has Elimination Chamber 2018 is the Men's Chamber. We've got The Miz, Finn, Elias, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, John Cena and Seth, the legend Rollins. Who have you went for? Roman. JR has went for Roman Reigns as well. I have put Roman Reigns but... Something's afoot. Change it. Ah, they, they did the double pin already a couple of weeks ago on Raw, last week. Are they going to do a double pin again? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? You know what's going to happen? You what? know what's going to happen? Jordan's going to Jordan. come down. And <laughs> <laughs> his neck brace. And <laughs> his helmet with a wig. No. 
cult of personalities going to come on. Oh, Jesus, not this again. Well, you stop. Returning soon. No, Cena's going to go out first. Oh, you're changing it, are you? I, I'm going to I'm going to put double pin between Seth and Finn. Eh, Finn? Seth and Roman. Roman. Right. I know they've done it recently, but I'm going for it, and I have points. I think I've I got, think Cena goes out first, which adds to his par- his like sort of paranoid mindset. So I think Cena goes out first, and then. I don't know. I don't even know how they're going to go out about eliminating Braun. Um, gang up on him, Miz and Elias. I can maybe see something like they do, like the Shield power bomb to him or something. Aye. But they... I think I think Cena goes out first, and I think the final two is going to be Roman and Seth. And I believe, I just think yourself. I think you're overthinking it and I think it's just staring us in the face the winner and I think we're all hoping it's going to be something dodgy we're all hoping maybe Seth goes into the main event but I think we're thinking with our hearts inside our head I think it's almost like it's a foregone conclusion that Roman's winning this Um, I'm just intrigued to see how they go about eliminating certain people and I do think it will be Roman and Seth at the end Although, like I said, I'd laugh so much if it was Rowan and Cena the last two. I wouldn't laugh. I would just turn the telly <laughs> off. Just turn it off right there and then. Uh-huh. Tears would str- would stream down and break the screen of my Kindle fire. <laughs> um, mate, I'm sticking... I've got points to burn, so I'm going with a double pin. I'm going with Ajax as well. No. I won't do that. Quiz time. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Excuse me. Right, quiz time music now. Right. I have a chamber quiz for us this week, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Ten questions. <laughs> Did you just swear there? No, I said oof. All right. Who has the most chamber appearances? Number one. With eight appearances. Oh, did they not make reference to the Cole made reference to that on the on Raw there? I think Cole was talking straight. Oh, was he? I can't remember, but once you once we discuss the answer, you can tell me. What did Cole say again? He said Philadelphia. <laughs> What's your answer? I think Cole said Triple H. Um, He's talking shit. Anyway. Is it not Jericho? Correct, well done. Number Who did Cole say? Ach, I don't care. Cole is a, a factually incorrect individual. A lot well, I mean, of the he time. gets that from Vince, but anyway. Aye. Hating on Cole here for no reason. I've got plenty of reason to hate on Cole. Nah, I don't think he says Vince says. That's true. Number two, who won the only ever tag team title match at Elimination Chamber 2015? Uh, 
Come on. I think it was the day of new. Correct. Number three, Jericho has only won one chamber match. Who did he beat in that chamber match in 2010? Do you mean... Who did he pin to win the title at the 2010 Elimination Chamber? Oh, who did he pin? Right. I don't really know if I remember this, to be honest, this actual match. I will just take a guess. And I will go with... Anyone? Ray? The answer was Undertaker. Uh, I knew he was in a match. Punk was in that match as well, wasn't he? Don't know. Punk's been erased from history. Fuck off. Number four. (laughs) Number four. What other titles have been up for grabs in the chamber apart from your world or WWE title? So you know about the tag team one because I mentioned that earlier. There are two others. You want both? Yes. <clears throat> yes, please. Was the IC title not one of them in 2015 as well? Yes. Next one. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh, my. I mean, it's, it's never been the women, obviously. Will I give you a clue? If you want. I mean, I'm assuming it's got to be the US, but go on. As far as I'm aware, it was... This is a big clue. It meant that a current manager... ECW. ECW, ECW, well done. Number five... What, what was your clue, sorry? I was going to say this current manager basically left WWE for a while because he was just so sick of how that ECW chamber match was booked. Oh, right. Number five, Triple H was the champion heading into the first chamber match. Who did he defeat? How did he win the title in the first place? The big gold belt. In that match? Oh, the build up to the match, sorry. Yes. How was how was Triple H the champion heading into that match? How did he get that belt? <coughs> Can you remember? Is that your answer? <laughs> you sound really stressed right now. Um, I suppose that's my answer. Um, he was given it by Eric Bischoff because Brock took the undisputed title over to SmackDown. Uh, Number six, HBK won that match, the first ever chamber match. How long, in terms of monthly pay-per-views, did HBK Shawn Michaels hold the title for? So how many pay-per-views later did they lose the title? In 2011? <laughs> 2000. No, sorry, it's the first ever, did you say? Uh-huh, 2002. Hmm. I have a lot of dead air to cut out of this. You don't need to. I will say... I don't fucking remember it. Four months, four pay-per-views. <laughs> it was one. I don't know. 
he lost in a three stages of hell match with Triple H right in a backstage promo in <laughs> a backstage promo before the Chamber match at New Year Revolution 2006 who said that if they could travel back in time he could make Jesus tap out <laughs> <sighs> right I think that would be the one big man that I don't like. Oh. Am I wrong? Foolish, foolish. I don't even know who you were going to say there. Was that a woman to say that? No. Just the way you say it, or was it cut? It was cut. Uh, Name the number nine. The chamber match. So I was going to say Ric Flair. No, right. Number I've swapped them around. So number eight, the chamber match was a gimmick introduced as an alternative to which famous WCW gimmick? WCW gimmick match. Think of what's closest to the chamber from WCW. Is it War Games? Well done. Right, these ones. <laughs> You're going to be here all night, I think. Name. No, no. If you haven't got a Scooby-Doo, just say pass. Name one of the two wrestlers who have a 100% success rate inside the chamber. There are two. Name one of them. You mean of, like, winning it? Yep. Their their ratio of appearances and wins is the best. 100%. Uh Uh-huh. Not necessarily 100%, but right, okay. Obviously, not Jericho. Um. I will say. Do you want one, sorry, or do you want both? One will do. I'm hoping this is right. Slightly touched on it. Is thingy Bobby Lashley one of them? Yes, well done. The other was Jack Swagger. <laughs> I never would have got that. Uh, I know. Right. In order, I'm not going to do this to you. I'll just ask you for all of the participants, participants in last year's chamber. 2017. What were you going to say in order when they come into the chamber? No, I'm not asking you. I'll ask you after. No, I mean, is that what you are going to ask me? I was going to ask you, in order of who has been on the main roster, from shortest to longest, <laughs> name all the participants in last year's chamber match. That's quite good. I can go with that. Well, hurry up then. Right, let's go through it. I've got Bray <coughs> Cena was in it because he was a champ. Mm-hmm. AJ was in it because that was his rematch or whatever nonsense it was. I believe, was it Ms. Corbin and Dean? Mm-hmm. Right, so that's all the ones that were in it. So you want to know 
who's been in the main roster the shortest to the longest yeah. or whatever right <laughs> uh-huh. right we're going to go it was Cena shortest to longest whatever I'm going longest to shortest it's easier for me because there's a couple I'm not sure about because I know the top of it's Cena are you including Bray's original run or are you including them as Bray Wyatt Good and good question. Well presented. I am only considering Bray Wyatt, not Husky Harris. So it was Cena, Miz. <laughs> who came up first? The Shield or Wyatt? Fuck! Who came up first? Oh, you need to hand in your mark card, son. Dean. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Bray. Right, so AJ came up, came and then Royal Rumble. Corbin, when the fuck did you come up, you piece of shit? <laughs> right, so I think it was AJ then Corbin. Wrong, it was the, ro- <sighs> it was the other way about. Oh, was that fucking hell? No, what, He's been on the fucking no, listen, main roster listen, for over three listen, years. Listen, I asked you for the shortest to longest. You disregarded that and gave me the longest to the shortest. <laughs> told you it was easier because I knew if I, if I say if I got it wrong straight away then I thought well I might get half a point by getting it almost right uh, that's us for tonight sorry seriously Corbin's been up that long he's been up that short no but that long it feels I didn't realise it was that as long as that Mania 2016 he's fucking terrible so he is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was out of nowhere. <coughs> right, before, oh, well. before I have a coffin fit, um, allow me to ask you to rate and review the podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Also listen to the rest of the guys on the Social Suplex podcast network, including SMC Wrestling Podcast, Keeping It Strong Style, and One Nation Radio and One Nation Live. Um Check out the columns that have been dropped recently on the Social Suplex page and join the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group for some banter of of the wrestling variety. That seemed like a very quick plug. Did I get everything in there? Yeah, you did. Um, One other thing, I want to plug um, Clive's latest column. It was a good read. And Rich Latter's latest column was also a good read. Yes, it, they were his was more concentrated on Seth's standout performance and mine was mm-hmm. basically about the gauntlet match overall so thank you for your shout outs Ricky shout You're out welcome. to JR and Barry who could not be with us tonight shout out to anyone who wants a shout out this one's for you <laughs> shall we go now yeah Right, enjoy the chamber, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll speak to you next week. Take care, guys.